Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. Welcome to Weekend Gardening with your host, the empress of everything green, Nellie Neal. Garden Mamas on the radio now to answer your questions and call you. Hello, baby. Hello, hello, hello. Happy New Year. Oh, my goodness. I have never been happier to not do a live broadcast. In fact, I've never been happy to not do a live broadcast. You can wake me up at 3 a.m. I'll talk to you. Okay. But last Saturday morning, I'm sure, Lance, you're going to agree with me. I'm so glad I didn't have to roll out my house or call you for a ride or any of that. It, it was cold. Uh, it was that. That's the coldest it had been. At, what is it? They think they said since '96 or '94 when we had a 10. Yeah. And it, I mean, and, it, and very seldom at. at Christmas week, but but literally we have the least of it compared to the rest of the United States. However, that doesn't matter because we're here, yeah. and, and our plants are here, and our plants have had a rough go, folks. Yes. The question on everyone's mind is, is it alive? The answer is, we don't know, <laughs> and you won't know for a little while either. My mother was so excited that her um, uh, that her palm made it. It was you yes. know, that was the one. She there was are like, things that there ah. are things that obviously did well. I have I have one tree that I'm very fond of that is brown on one side completely and not on the other. So that's literally the 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 horns of the dilemma here. I know you got new pruners for Christmas. Don't use them right now. There's an exception to that, of course. There's always an exception in gardening, but. That's what we're going to talk about today. So welcome into Weekend Gardening. Thank you very, very much for, frankly, starting off your New Year's festivities right here. I uh, have have always been a fan of the Fado Do because the Fado Do starts at about 3.30 or 4 in the afternoon and you're dancing by dinner time, okay, as opposed to having dinner and then having to get a babysitter and going out and you're, it's midnight. But those parties... Literally, kids fall asleep. That's fine. You go to the Fado Do. It's a family event, and I have seen so many of these things across time shift and change. I'm very, very happy to say that there are people who celebrate New Year's noon because you want to be able to take your whole family and celebrate New Year's noon, and you also want to have the opportunity, frankly, to be awake for it or to be dancing or to not be out on the road with. What can be a very, hmm, let's just say, alcohol-fueled crowd. That's a kind way of putting it. Um, I, I, I have been a bartender. I have waited tables. I've done all those things. I've driven at 2 o'clock in the morning, and sometimes it's pretty scary. New Year's Eve, call for a ride. That's what they invented those things for. <laughs> the good news is we gardeners don't have to think about that. All we have to do is make another pot of coffee and get out a seed catalog if it's raining at the house, or go out and do a little bit of pruning. A little bit of pruning, I said, and I'm going to tell you exactly what that pruning should be today and what it shouldn't be. 888 that, of course, 
is always the Super Talk call line here. When I'm here, the phone is ringing, and I'm happy to say it's your turn today to call. If you would like to text, and so many of you do, it makes me very happy. 601-879-4395. That is the C Spire text line. And, and, and frankly, I don't know what we did before that, so I'm really happy that it's here. When I began doing radio, there was a little tiny camera on the desk, and they told you that you were on you were you were online. They were they they did that through their website. Um, if you really had a lot of patience, you might could watch those things because those were all download. They all downloaded in bits. If, if you remember that, they they buffered and then there was a little bit more to see and the joke was you would really have to spend a long time to actually see what I look like well the good news is that I'm now in the grandest of the studios for this kind of media and frankly any kind of media but that's why you have the opportunity to listen through Super Talks radio stations you also have the opportunity to listen through the Supertalk stream, supertalk.fm. You also have the opportunity to see me wave at you at supertalk.tv. So thank you all very, very much for that. The Happy New Year um, is, is very, very happy, as long as you're here with me, and I thank you for that. I've got events coming up in January. I have... I have more robots. I could do the whole show today on the robot stories of 2022. But I won't, because I can hear you going to sleep right now. Speaking of sleep, for those of you who set off fireworks, I know you're very happy about it, and you have a big time, and you don't care that it's probably not legal where you live, but you just do it anyway. Those of us who have cats, kittens, dogs, and old people in our world, that would be me, (laughs) the old people, um, that's a lot of stress. And it's already begun in my neighborhood. I don't think I slept three hours in a row last night because my animals were up with the noise. It's going to be that way tonight, too. Pay attention. You know, I can't put I can't put earmuffs, you know, dead ear sound deadening things on my animals. But at least take care of the babies. Make sure that they're not getting scared by all that noise. Goodness gracious. And do put the kettle on, too, by the way. I don't care what else you're eating or drinking, but remember that this is the year that we learned that a daily cup of tea can actually do good things for you. Now, I am reminded that that's sort of like when they told you to eat a baked potato. When people thought potatoes were the worst thing in the world, they would say, no, 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 eat the baked potato. Just leave off the butter, the salt, the sour cream. You know, you could put the chives on, but that was about it. Chives and pepper were my two favorite things there for a while. But it, it is that way. You, you need to understand that this is a, a cup of tea. This is not enough tea to make you jittery, and it's also not enough tea with enough sugar in it to become a sugar delivery device. <laughs> okay? It's a cup of tea. It could help you enjoy later on in your life the cognitive pleasures that, that many of us would like to continue having. But it's all about the flavonoids, and we learned so much about them last year. I encourage you to just take advantage of the good health news that we have been coming up with and enjoying your life, frankly, because, you know, there's a lot of things that can bring you down. I was particularly impressed um, last week, and we'll probably refer to a few of the highlights during the show today. There's, there are actually things that happened that are very good. 
And for people who spend most of this holiday time reflecting, we in the world of science tend to be a little bit more positive and a little more optimistic, especially this year because we can see so many things that have come along. We, uh, we understand that there is actually wonderful things in the James Webb, t- Webb Telescope world that we have not known before. There are also um, something else that you probably didn't even hear about, but my friends sent me note about, and then I did see in the media at some place, there's a new animal shelter opening in Alabama, or has already opened, I think, with such a capacity to save dogs. It, this all came about, apparently, as the result of storms and, and animals, dogs particularly, being lost or left behind and all that sort of thing. But they're going to be able to literally, the world's, the, the largest no-kill shelter in the United States is going to be able to handle thousands of dogs a year. That's really good news for dog lovers. That's really, it doesn't mean that you can just drop your dog off, but it does mean that if you worry about these things, you've got somebody to help you worry about them in a positive way. And I really do think that that is the nature of change. For example, my garden's salad table got to be in too much shade. So taking the dirt out is one process. Moving the thing is another Realizing that the feet were not as in good as good a shape as they had been, and therefore getting some pavers to go underneath them—that was another piece of it. But it all led to what is right now a really beautiful, brightly sunlit spot for my salad table. And I'm happy to tell you that because I already had one cover over the top of it, and during this time I went in and took a plastic box that was clear, well, old fairly clear and put it over the top of my onions my onions are fine they they did lose some leaves and those are one of the things that you can in fact prune off if you've got an onion plant or if you've got some other kind of plant i noticed that my chives all dropped literally dropped everything all of the the seed pods and all that stuff fell out but there is still green at the bottom so i'll be trimming off those dead things that that are basically like any other perennial. You have no problem doing that. Take off if your banana plants finally froze and haven't quite fallen over yet, or even if they have, this is the time to clean them up. But these are perennials. These are plants that we would expect at some point to go in and cut back. My lantana is as brown as any tree bark you've ever seen. But it gets that way. Usually it takes till February, but (laughs) it gets that way. I'm going to cut it back. I don't want you to cut back anything that is likely to sprout if we have a warm week, okay, or or likely to be stimulated to grow. And that means those brown azaleas, that brown ligustrum, the brown side of my banana tree as opposed to the green side, all those things need to be left alone. The hardest piece for a lot of our plants is not the temperature that we achieved last week across the south. It's actually the fact that it happened so quickly and then came right back up again and began raining. And if you haven't noticed, it is going to rain in much of this part of the world off and on for the next week or so. So those things also really have a – you don't want to go out and try to fertilize things. You just want to let them be and clean them up if they can be cleaned up. The others, though, I'm not really sure. I've never seen anything – due to the 
liriope in my garden. I have a I have a little bitty liriope. It's an old fashioned one, and it is tough. You can park a truck on it. It's tough as nails. But I noticed that it looks really bad, so I'm going to have to go and investigate it. But I don't want to start pruning it. I don't want to start digging it up because the worst thing that will happen if we do this too, if we overdo this, we will get a warm patch in January, and things will try to grow. Then we'll hit that winter time again in February, and they'll freeze and maybe be damaged worse, or at the very least create more work for us. Okay, so be patient. Try not to have. Try not to go out and start chopping things down. I do have a few trees that, if I'm really lucky, this weather will have killed. <laughs> so because they were they're they're they need to be on their way out anyway, and I'm I'm reluctant to do that. So any rate, I hope all of that makes a little bit of sense to you. Um, I'm, I know that people are just, for example, pansies. Pansies don't look so good. Snapdragons, snapdragons don't look so good, but they don't look entirely dead either. So leave them be, and let's see what happens. That's all we, we can really do for a period of time. I wanted to also let you know about, in addition to all of the, my goodness, there's so many... Good grief! There's enough robot stories to fill the fill my cup. Um, I wanted to let you know that one thing that happened year the year before last that we talked about from the British Isles was this prescribing nature that that doctors there are able to prescribe time for you to go out and spend time in nature. Canada has adopted this too, and for those of you who think that. It's just nuts. You're the people who already spend time in nature. Okay? There are a lot of people that don't. There are a lot of people that don't understand the joy of just sitting on a bench and listening to a bird sing because they don't ever take the time or they don't have access to a place where that's possible. And it can change your life. It's as surely as breathing techniques and good medicines and healthy diet and all of these other things time with nature can improve your attitude and your sense of your well-being and frankly it's it doesn't hurt to turn your attention away from the cell phone or the television or even from your work i know i know we we have to think about work all the time actually you're better off if you think about work at work and for work but you do need to be able to have your mind going on a full tilt about other things too I have a couple of ideas for you that, uh, well, here's one that was inspired by, (laughs) oh dear, went to the grocery store. Whoever was supposed to take care of the bulbs that had been for sale and the poinsettias that had been for sale and those kinds of things obviously had not gotten back from the ice yet or from the freeze or from the whatever was happening at their house. It was a sad sight. Not a big sad sight, but a sad sight. And I wanted to remind you that things can be renewed and rehabilitated most of the time. I do have, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to have Paul the Poinsettia for another year, apparently, because he's survived so far and he's now he's bright red and really pretty. But I'm going to have to cut the plant back because I can't. Yeah, I, I don't have enough space in, in indoors or even really anywhere to grow a six-foot-tall 
poinsettia tree. That's not practical. But they need to be cut back anyway to keep the new growth coming and to stimulate new leaves at the bottom and all the other things, the same reasons that we would prune anything. But if you see a poinsettia and somebody offers it to you, and the only thing wrong with it is that it's wilted, it's a good bet. You know why? Because you can take that little container that it's in, put it into a slightly slightly large saucer with plenty of water in it, let it take water up from the bottom, let it see if, see if you can get it to be unwilted, which usually you can, and then at that point you've got a house plant. And it does need a bright window, but not a direct sun window. It needs to be in a warm room, but not a hot room. doesn't need a greenhouse. It does need probably more light than you have in your house if you don't have a bright, sunny window that you can put it a few feet away from. A lot of flowering plants would, for example, someone may give you a calancho. Beautiful plant. It'll be in bloom. And then the next thing you know, the flowers have fallen off, and it's a green kind of scallop leaf Nice waxy leaves, but it's kind of blah looking for the next period of time. That's because it's in too little sunlight and you're not giving it a flowering fertilizer. But if you move it all the way up to the window, it'll put on some flowers, but they'll turn around and fall right off because it's too hot there. So that's the same thing is true of poinsettias. You don't need that blast of heat in the late afternoon that could come through that window, but you sure do want the light that reflects around the room. Um, I, as many of you know, I'm growing a collection of some of the craziest mother-in-law tongue plants that I can get hold of, and I'm trying to grow them in reflected light only. Now, they're just sitting there, so I think they're okay, but I don't know if that's going to be enough for me. I want to at least see a new little like, leaf coming up, you know, before, I don't know, March. <laughs> anyway, Happy New Year. Give me a call. Send me a text. This is Weekend Gardening. Nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. You want to keep your family warm and comfortable all winter long. Propane can do that. As your local propane supplier, we want to help with your winter preparations, such as safety inspections and making a plan for winter deliveries. Enjoy a warm and worry-free winter. Give us a call today. Energy for everyone. Propane. Leading a clean energy revolution, propane is not only the cleaner choice for today, it is the right choice for tomorrow, too. To learn more, visit MSPropane.com. Longevity means something when you do business. And since 1871, the family atmosphere has been the cornerstone at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Stop in to shop the huge selection of Deer Camp specials to get you ready for that big buck. Are you ready to move that project to the front burner? Gaddis McLaurin has the lumber you need to make that fall project come into focus. 
And Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile is ready to help you get that fall garden in tip-top shape. Family is in the name at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. We'll see you soon. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream. The new degree of comfort. Attention, per the current government mandate, U.S.-based insurers are now required to cover at-home COVID testing kits with no out-of-pocket fees to you. If you have a current insurance plan, you are eligible to receive up to eight COVID-19 tests shipped to you each month absolutely free. As long as the government mandate is in effect, just visit testkitforfree.com to register now from the comfort of your own home. That's testkitforfree.com to receive your tests shipped to you at no cost. Go to testkitforfree.com today. Paid for by Tiro Health. Skelly Furniture, homegrown and locally owned since 1978. We're committed to this community where our team members live and our customers are neighbors. It's also where a lot of our furniture is made. We carry more brands made in our state than any other retailer in the Southeast. Look for the Made in Mississippi tags throughout our store. You'll find quality products that support local Mississippi companies. At Muskelly's, we look forward to furnishing happiness for many years to come. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Gardening's one of those things that we take for granted right up until we're in the middle of it. I was watching a YouTube video. I've got several people that I enjoy watching that, that do gardening and, and, and nature stuff, but mostly gardening stuff. And I thought, you know, they make that look really easy. And for people who see my videos um, in, in the, the Patreon world, you know that sometimes I'll tell you, this looks easy. But it's not necessarily as easy as it looks. Now, that's because I narrate things. And what I'm narrating to you is the vision of what I'm looking at and what I see or what has happened. 
because, as you know, this is the year that I introduced the term forensic horticulture to my resume. A lot of what I do, and I'm, I, I, I don't know that I set out to do it this way, but a lot of answering questions is, what happened? And then you tell me about the plant, or you tell me about the situation, or you, you, know, you talk about whatever happened. And I try and help you piece together the parts of that that make sense to fix the plant or to at least explain what happened so that you don't have to have that happen again. I really do like doing that, and I'm, I'm grateful for having this opportunity and this venue to do it. I also appreciate getting your emails. Y'all ask some of the funniest questions sometimes. Um, things like, why does every plant I grow die? Well, now, if I knew the answer to that, I would be a philosopher. I would not be a horticulture person. <laughs> I can't imagine why. Unless, of course, you put them all in the closet because you don't like them and close the door. That's, you know, darkness will do that. But sometimes it's just a matter of knowing more about a plant group. All of which is to say that I'm happy to announce the beginning of the Lakeland Lunch Bunch at Lakeland Yard and Garden. Yeah, that's right. It's Flowood. It's local to here. But because it informs the rest of what I do, I want you to know about it. And you might decide you want to make a little journey down here. Two times in in this next upcoming weeks, January the 30th and February the 6th. We're going to do this on Monday. We tried Saturday, and a lot of people said they had already done whatever they were going to do. We had good numbers, but not great numbers in Saturday workshops there. Plus, the store gets really busy there in the springtime on Saturdays. So we wanted to go to a day that would be give, give us the opportunity to have kind of one of those sort of old-timey lunch bunches. You bring your lunch. We provide drinks and dessert. Doesn't cost you anything. You just show up at Lakeland. You need to, you need to however, RSVP so we know how many bottles of water to buy and so forth. There is a brand new email for these kinds of things for me, and I wish that you would write it down. GardenEvent22 at gmail.com. If I ask you to register for anything this year, it will be at that address. Okay? So keep that one up, and I'll, I will remind you of it. But to get a head count for these kinds of events and to see whether we can take them forward, we got to know who's coming. We, in this case, is me, because you know me, and the amazing and brilliant Becky Potts, who not only works at Lakeland, but is a person that um, knows a whole lot more about the plants that she works with than I do, and is going to share that with us. We're going to talk about house plants. We're going to talk about the plants in that group, because it is such a big group. You know, there's plant, there's house plants that take sun. There's ones that take shade. There's house plants that need a damp environment. There's ones that need a dry environment. There are house plants that we grow because we want to see their crazy leaves. There's house plants that we grow because we want to see their long vines. There's house plants we grow because, frankly, we like their flowers. So we're going to split the category into all of those pieces and talk to you about it. January the 30th, Garden Event 22 at Gmail. Okay, thank you. Well, I promised that there would be lots and lots of noise about robots, and this year has been, <laughs> this year has just been amazing. When we look at this, we go back at, through the, the stories for this year, the number of things that, that we're understanding about how this whole technology works and how we are developing it. I know I make the joke too often about what I want from a robot 
is for it to come in and iron my clothes and, you know, do those household sorts of chores. That's not going to happen. But I am kind of fascinated by this one. The robots, of course, have been designed to do lots of things. We have seen the the, the robots that jump up and run and, and the ones that can, you know, kick a ball and the ones that can do this and do that. But now... American Institute of Physics has announced in December that they're going to work on how to design robots that mimic the gliding motions. In other words, they wouldn't be when you see when you see robots move if they are the least if they're not the teeny tiny ones that that go into your guts and do things. If you see the robots that do things, they're generally not the best dancers, so to speak. They're not particularly rhythmic, and they don't have a glide motion. And realizing that in order to be in in seamless connectivity with human beings, we need our robots to be a little more graceful. We're going to try and design them to be more fluid in their motions. Yes, based on, yes, flying snakes. Mm -hmm, That's right. And for those of you who didn't know we had flying snakes, I have now just ruined your day, and I apologize for that. But they are a thing. In the physics of fluids, the researchers from University of Virginia and Virginia Tech have been working on the lift uh, process, the the mechanism by which the snakes are, are able to go through the tops of the trees. They move side to side as they go forward, and they believe that this is probably the motion that they need to capture into a long-distance robot that can move in a much more graceful manner, not to mention quicker and more efficiently. To understand how these movements, these undulations, how they provide lift, this computer model is crazy cool. It is It is one of the most lovely things that you will see in terms of models like that because it is derived from high-speed video of the flying snakes. Do you know how hard it is to see flying snakes fly? I mean, come on. We need a drone just for that. We, it's, it, wildlife cameras are not going to capture them. Wildlife cameras are stationary. The drone flies by like that. <laughs> okay, here goes the flying snake. It's just like that. So luckily we've been able to improve our ability to see them there's a there's a series of major vortex structures in the process of this flight and grabbing where those are and understanding the difference between how the dorsal works and how the other the sideways motions work really does make a big difference in how the lift occurs beautiful stuff just wonderful by the way um do you know how far these things? I don't even know, but I know there's the, the, there's many meters in their their gliding, and if we can get, you know, I'm, I have to say, I'm kind of still hoping for a flying taxi. Okay, there's another. That's another couple of things that I really do want. Get out of the traffic jams, but if they could undulate like these snakes, they would go really fast too. I kind of like it. American Institute of Physics is always doing things that. Because they are applied physics, that's, you know, that's back to the, the difference between the, the thing and what you do with it. You know? <laughs> and, and in this case, the thing is the robot, but what you do with it is learn from the snakes how to make it better. I, I, when you say flying snakes, that, that brought back great memories sitting under an oak tree. And, you know, something huge just fell out in front of me. 
and it was uh, about an eight foot. What a surprise! Yeah, eight foot uh, snake skin of uh, you know, and it, it was like it almost was vomited up or something. And and then uh, two minutes after that, another one fell out of the tree, and uh, you're going, uh, I guess a snake can get 40, 50 feet yep. up, and they sure can. Yep. So, I mean, I know they can climb. I don't know about flying. I hadn't seen one of those yet. When the yet. time comes to shed that skin, too, <laughs> it's got to go. It's got to so, go. That's. I just I, I saw someone um, this, this week, and they were telling me, they were reminding me, actually, of a dinner that I went to a, quite a few years ago that involved um, soft-shell crabs, which are not my favorite thing. And she still said she still remembers the look on my face when they arrived at the table because they were po'boys, so they were gigantic. I mean, these were huge things. Um, I, I once at that point, just like most of the other times, I'm eating fried shrimp, which a lot of other people don't think is good for you. But it, it, it's one of those things where if you see a snakeskin, you have to recognize it. If you see a, a, you understand that that crab had to get bigger. That's how come that crab shed off what it had, and now. There's people that are enjoying it in that form. Um, I imagine that there are in the world of snake connoisseurs, whether that would be humans or some other creature, there probably are some that really prefer them right as the shed is happening. So that's interesting stuff. Um, Cornell University, meanwhile, is working on a robot that can do what I wish I could do. Well, there are a lot of those. But in this particular case, they have... uh, created this that the robot says oh my right arm is broken and then fixes it so in other words the consciousness of the damage and then the ability to, to fix that problem heal it on the spot don't we all wish we had that this is uh organic robots lab there these are stretchable fiber optic sensors and now they're they're the soft robot parts here like if you're if you're putting in medication through a patch or any of the other things that we've heard about that are that are working on it's sturdy but it's not indestructible and that makes it reparable okay i hope that's i think i think that's the most interesting thing about this is that not only can that particular robot figure out what happened it can also fix what happened <laughs> we can't do that i wish we could i really wish we could the ceasefire text line six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. Not a lot of things are live on this particular day. I'm happy to say that we got the opportunity to be here. There's uh, a couple of people in my neighborhood that are wanting to start some seeds right away, and I got to tell you, it just depends on what you're going to plant and when you're going to plant it. If you're trying to get lettuce transplants in zone eight even zone seven even zone nine frankly if you're trying to get um, any kind of cool season plant started this would be the time to start those seeds but the others you may want to wait a little bit let's look at some dates down the way and figure that out as we go along today jim and laurel happy new year sir what's going on with you today uh i'm just sitting here happy to dead pig in the sunshine how about that <laughs> Now, who asked that pick? Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Garden Mama, I've still got that jalapeno plant. I've been babying now going on the fifth year. And I'm wondering, back years ago, we had light bulbs we could put out, and these LEDs don't put out no heat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, what could I substitute them LEDs for? Well, there are a couple of choices 
uh, I don't even know what to recommend. Let me put it that way. There are people who are putting the little heaters that you would ordinarily put in your boots that you can charge up on your computer, or some of them even have other, some of them are just heat sources that you then, you, you know, you pull on something and you pull the tab and it lets the heat source happen. There are people that are doing that. Um, there are also people that are taking like a dry cleaning bag and just making a little house for the plant. I've seen all of that in, in my, the, one of the things I was looking at on, on the YouTube this week was somebody who was trying to secure individual pots and it did come down to the pots were small, the weather's very cold, so they huddled them all together into what we would think of as a child swimming pool that usually we would fill with water in the summer to water them from the bottom, you know. But instead of that, they they filled them in and put mulch all up in the child in the child size swimming pool all around all the pots so that they could all hold their own heat together instead of being like, spread out like across penguins. the porch. Like penguins, just kind of like penguins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We ought to huddle together sometimes. But the heat lamps are just going to be too much for one, won't it? Uh, yes. Yes, a heat lamp, and not only it's not safe to leave on all night either, but it those are those are going to be a little bit tougher to to maintain. I would I I wish that I could tell you if you can roll it up on your porch and put a plastic the, put a plastic drape over it. it well, then put the plastic it over it and open your window and let your heat from your house come out to it. I've got it on my porch, and I got it covered up with a big yellow bag. And I got two of those LEDs under there. And it's just real bright, but yeah, they're it's still they're good for light. Well, they're good heat. for light, but they're not good for heat, thankfully, because they're not supposed to be. But if you can put them next to your window and and add a little more plastic to the situation, open the window, or even your dryer vent will provide some heat. Well, I hadn't thought about that. Better <laughs> well use your brain, don't you? You're wasting the day. I so. tell you what, good. Right, have I'm a good one, sir. Thank I you much. I'll have a great new year. Bye. Thank you very much. Talk to you in 23, huh? Yeah. There's going to be people that are going to tell you, don't put those nails in the window frame. Yeah, I know that. You can fix that later. Save your plant. This is Weekend Gardening. And the cigarette you're smoking about to scare me half to death. Open up the window, let me catch my breath. Mama told me not to come. Mama told me not to come. From the ground up, from the grassroots. That's how we began in 1922, and that's how we do things today. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. 100 years of farming, ranching, and supporting our 180,000 member families. From our state capital in Jackson to our nation's capital in Washington, D.C. Creating policy, advocating for a better way of life for all Mississippi. We've been there through the tough times when Hurricane Katrina blew ashore. There is extensive damage on U.S. 90. Triumphant times, winning the right to vote to protect private property rights for Mississippians. We introduced benefits like our insurance in the 1940s and fought to stretch broadband internet service from DeSoto County to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So, from the ground up, not just a farm organization, 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. 
for Christmas is a new car! Ho, 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 that's easy! Get to Mazda of Jackson! That's right, big guy. Mazda of Jackson has that vehicle that you've been looking for with the absolute best price, selection, and an amazing dealer experience. MazdaofJackson.com. Get super low 2.9% financing for 60 months on new 2023 Mazda CX-9s and 3.9% financing for 60 months on new 2023 Mazda CX-5s. Buy a new Mazda and Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Plus, buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty. Have a trade? Let us give you top dollar for it and get you one step closer to your new ride. Remember, we have the best credit team around and 100% credit approval is our number one goal. No matter your past credit history, take it from the big guy. Ho, ho, ho! You won't find better deals anywhere. Get to Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. With proof credit, one month. See you for details. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Go to 4 slash joy. At HIMS, you'll get a free medical consultation and discreet shipping if prescribed. You'll love your results. To start your free online visit, go to 4 slash joy. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. This New Year's Eve broadcast on Super Talk Mississippi is brought to you by Tico Steakhouse. Make your reservations to come see us soon. East County Line Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Tico Steakhouse wishes you a safe and happy New Year. Here's something I bet you don't know. You could go to college for free. Do you have a 20 on your ACT? Yes. Whoa, 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 wait. So my tuition is free? Where? Home CC. Yes, every word you just heard is absolutely true. Goodman, Kosciuszko, Grenada, Ridgeland, Yazoo City, online. Does not matter. Why in the world would Holmes Community College offer free tuition with a 20 on the ACT? Simple. At Holmes, we don't want you drowning in college debt the rest of your life. You know, I have heard students with associate degrees from Holmes often make more money than four-year students with bachelor and master degrees. True. Plus, at Holmes, you get three day weekends. So there's that. Sweet. So now you know your tuition is free with a 20 on your ACT at Holmes CC. No place like Holmes. Holmes Community College. Register online right now at homescc.edu or on-site in Ridgeland, Thursday, January 5th, 906. There, friends, is your weather forecast for the next period of time. Yeah, the roller coaster that we're on does not stop with, I don't even know what to call it, except stupid cold temperatures. Um, and, and now the rapid warm-up, of course, is, is very troublesome for the plants. But so is a whole lot of water. And better that we have it than we don't. I just have to say that all of you who took my advice to get those trees, shrubs planted when while the weather was pleasant in December or even late November, congratulations, because it looks like it's going to be kind of wet for a while, generally speaking. 
the the clue for gardeners is if you are going to plant, for example, a tree, and you go out and you turn the soil over with the first shovel and it sticks to your shovel, it's too wet that day to turn. It's too wet to improve. It's too wet to use that day. If you can get it to a point where you can work it a little bit, that's the time to improve it. And yes, sometimes turn right around and cover that up before time to plant your tree because you don't want it to be so wet that you can't get the back into there to plant something else again, okay? I'm, I have planted a brand new bed. Y'all know that I was absolutely shamed by my participation in the Bottle Tree Garden Tour. I'm, I'm always shamed because my, my garden is a collection of plants. It's not a beautifully designed place to visit. Like, many of my neighbors have lovely gardens. But mine is not. Mine is a collection of odd plants. And as a result, I recognized as people were walking around looking at things, there's a couple of holes in the garden where there need to be there needs to be more in more obvious ingress and egress. So yes, I have built a bit a bed to fix that problem. No, I haven't planted it. All the plants that I have grown for it because I propagated all of them myself are sitting in containers hopefully still alive (laughs) that's really all i can say about that but even when you have the best laid plans sometimes they don't get exact they don't get you where you want to go exactly but the good news is that the bed is there and i will be able to plant it it's a little bit raised up so i think it will be just fine once it dries out for a day or two and i'll be able to get my plants in there that's nice Um, by the way because you'll probably ask me anyway it looks as if the Many, many daffodil bulbs I planted are doing fine. No, nothing has sprouted, but nothing's rotted in that area either. And this particular little strip of bed is going to have, I don't know what all yet, but it will definitely have lamb's ears in it. And my favorite flocks, which is a woodland flocks, they'll be on the shady end. And then on the sunny end, there'll be some other corresponding plant. Um, to, to I've got three or four things. I've got a rose that I rooted and some other stuff. But it's going to be some things that I grew myself because, quite frankly, that's the only thing that separates my garden from everybody else's. Mine's not as pretty. <laughs> Mark your calendar for October next year. Let's see how it turns out. Oh, my goodness. I was interested by this um, information from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, partly because it's out of character. Ordinarily, the stories that make news from MIT are the engineering stories, the things that we have figured out how to fix. You know, that's, uh, I don't know if it's entirely true, but I was always taught that if you you want to get a problem fixed that's a big and grand scale problem, call an engineer. They'll help you figure it out. And frankly, there's a whole lot of engineering that goes into things like fashion and even just just how to how to keep a collar standing up on a man's shirt. You know, there's a certain amount of engineering in that. But in this particular study, they worked on what I thought was really interesting that there's there there's a always been a prejudice and they have now quantified it that indeed the socioeconomic circumstances of your birth and your early childhood have an impact on how you how you are able to or not able to read as one myself who thinks that 
if I couldn't have learned to read or if I hadn't learned to read or if it had been difficult for me to learn to read, I would certainly not be the person that I am today. I don't know who I would be. And I, I gain a great deal of my self-worth as well as my self-understanding from things that I read. So this is something that we do need to address, of course. They have discovered that there are underlying types of difficulties. And frankly, sometimes it, it is, you, it's, this sounds like it would be simple, it's not. But sometimes it's something that's environmental, lead paint, for example, or those the sorts of things that we've heard about before. But other times, it's because it takes so many more hours per week for the family to make a living that there's not that much time to read to children or to encourage them to books or to take them to libraries or whatever, however you, one might do that. So it's an interesting um, selection of interventions. I'm, I don't know how much I individually can do about it. I don't know how much you can do. But I do know that I'm happy to report that Dolly Parton will, you know, she's done so much for, for books for her, her hometowns, her home area, I should say, in Appalachia. She has literally thousands upon thousands upon thousands of books, and there are children in programs there that get a book every birthday. I mean, there's just wonderful, wonderful work there. She's going to have um, every child in California is going to get a book up through the age of five from her foundation. Well, good grief. No wonder they gave her all that money last month. That's a huge undertaking. <laughs> the mail alone. <laughs> can't download those things. You've got to put them in your hand. So that's very exciting. And obviously my feeling about reading is, is equal to hers, but I cannot possibly begin to do what she does. I will tell you, though, that the times that I have had the opportunity, I've really enjoyed being one of those classroom readers. They have a time when you can go and either read with a child, listen to a child read who's having trouble reading, or you can come and read to a child who's just learning, or you can come and listen to a child who knows perhaps a bit more than the class does, and they will read to you and you can discuss things. So there's all kind of opportunities for that kind of one-on-one -on -one interaction as a human being. You just have to seek it out and find it. Sometimes it's through a school. Sometimes it's through a church. Sometimes it's through a Girl Scout troop. You just never know. you got to look. There's... Uh, Another piece of this, when you think about a reader or a bookworm, and yeah, I'm describing myself, um, we probably wear glasses. These are new, by the way, I'm happy to say. Um, I can see better. <laughs> even, at, even as many pairs, do you know how many pairs of glasses? Oh, my goodness. I need to find one of those things most places that repurposes them i think the lions club used to do that i think they still do but we've used so many of them for costumes you could you could donate the lenses because they could be recycled and then you kept the frames to have a sort of a history across the years and also to have for, for wearing in costume outfits so there's a lot of that but this particular study is letting us know that there are five not one but five variants that increase a person's likelihood of becoming nearsighted. I think I have all of them. And one of them is the longer they stay in school. Oops. <laughs> well, that, of course, is because you're focusing close and far away and close and far away for long periods of time. Um, the, the people like me who are both nearsighted, and they always tell you that when you get to be 40, you'll, your eyesight will change. And it will be better if you were nearsighted, it'll be farsighted. Well, in my case, I became both. 
So I can tell you that it's wonderful to have a new pair of glasses that I can actually see a little bit more out of. That's kind of nifty. Five genetic variants that progressively increased this problem. And yeah, learning to read and going to school. I'm happy. I'm I'm glad to wear my glasses. Thank you very much. (laughs) This is Weekend Gardening. seen a field of corn or soybeans or cotton growing along the highway? Think about that for a moment. From tiny seeds comes this field of crops. You and I need to live our lives every day. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. We began much the same way as a seed of an idea that took root in 1922. In the 100 years since, the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation has contributed so much to our lives across every county of this state. From insurance to hospitals, from private property rights to road and bridge repair, Mississippi Farm Bureau has fought to make a better way of life for Mississippians, member or not. So, while agriculture is important, we are not just a farm organization. 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. may be almost over, but there's more reason to celebrate. I just went to Kohl's, where I saved up to 70% on clearance and got too much cool stuff, like cute home goods, jeans for my whole fam, a cozy sweater for myself, a pair of boots for my husband, and more. Yep, Kohl's really is the gift that keeps on giving. Select styles, up to 70% offer in January 4th. See store for details. Are you the parent of a two to seven year old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The IRS has delayed the implementation of a new rule for app payments over $600. Fox's Jerry Willis explains. Taxpayers are relieved by a decision from the IRS to delay by one year requirements that e-commerce platforms like Venmo, Zelle, and even eBay report income of more than 600 bucks by users. Now, millions of workers, 40 to 50 million workers, some in the gig economy, others part-timers, are hit hard by the rule, and some, like Kidzen, the pl- online resale platform for children's clothing, tell Fox Business, hey, this rule, it should be abandoned altogether. Congress passed the $600 threshold for Form 1099-K reports as part of the American Rescue Plan Act nearly two years ago. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. 
If you are building a new home or remodeling an older home, Amazing Propane is for you. A propane tankless water heater, a propane generator, a propane gas grill and oven, propane fireplaces, even lighting. Propane, such a versatile, clean, cost-effective source of energy for any home. Propane, clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com to learn more. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Employers that pay into the Public Employees Retirement System, or PERS, may be asked to contribute more soon. Representative Scott Bounds told us the board is requesting a 5% increase. The PERS system, as it, as it currently is, we <clears throat> at some point it's got to be we got to look at it. We've got less headcount now than we do in the state government, so obviously you have less people paying into the system. Its current uh, benefit program, to me, doesn't seem sustainable long term as as it's currently yeah. done. So yeah. these new people coming in, we may have to we may have to look at doing something different. Now, I will say personally, uh, we should uh, those that uh, got in and have been in, and we that's just like offering a contract. We should not offer a contract with them. But uh, new people coming yeah. in, I think we're going to have to look at it long term. For all the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. With Sports Mississippi, I'm Dixon Williams. First of all, Happy New Year, everyone, as this is New Year's Eve, and there is bowl action on New Year's Eve today. And games involving Southeastern Conference teams not in the college football playoff. At 11 o'clock this morning, the Sugar Bowl will get underway in New Orleans. That will be the Alabama Crimson Tide taking on Kansas State. And also at 11 o'clock this morning in the Music City Bowl in Nashville, the Iowa Hawkeyes will take on the Kentucky Wildcats. Now, looking ahead to Monday, the ReliQuest Bowl will get underway at 11 o'clock Monday. Mississippi State, 8 and 4, will take on Illinois. Also, 8 and 4. 9 o'clock will be the airtime Monday on the MSU Football Network for Mississippi State versus Illinois in the ReliQuest Bowl. Also on Monday, the Citrus Bowl. We'll get underway at noon. We'll be LSU versus Purdue. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. From the ground up, from the grassroots. That's how we began in 1922, and that's how we do things today. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. 100 years of farming, ranching, and supporting our 180,000 member families. From our state capital in Jackson to our nation's capital in Washington, D.C. Creating policy, advocating for a better way of life for all Mississippi. We've been there through the tough times when Hurricane Katrina blew ashore. There is extensive damage on U.S. 90. Triumphant times, winning the right to vote to protect private property rights for Mississippians. We introduced benefits like our insurance in the 1940s and fought to stretch broadband internet service from DeSoto County to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So, from the ground up, not just a farm organization, 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. 
Looking ahead to other bowl games on Monday, it will be the Rose Bowl, January 2nd. Will be a four o'clock kickoff in Pasadena. Will be Utah versus Penn State in the Rose Bowl on Monday. In the Cotton Bowl on Monday, that'll get underway at noon in Arlington, Texas. That will be number ten ranked Southern Cal versus number sixteen Tulane in that one. And then also Mississippi State will be playing Monday. That'll be an eleven o'clock kickoff Monday. Mississippi State is eight and four, and they'll take on Illinois eight and four in the ReliQuest Bowl in Tampa, Florida. Also looking ahead now to the playoff games on today, it will be the Peach Bowl semifinal game between number one ranked Georgia versus Ohio State. And then the other semifinal, the Fiesta Bowl, is Michigan versus TCU. The championship game is on January the 9th. Happy New Year, everyone. I'm Dixon Williams for Super Talk Sports Mississippi. your host, the empress of everything green, Nellie Neal. Garden Mamas on the radio now to answer your questions and call you. Hello, baby. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in. Oh, my goodness. Weekend gardening for the last, the very last of 2022. Yep, that's right. Um, I say that with great articulation because... Yeah, I know. You, you you can hear it in my voice. Barbara Walters passed away, and she, of course, was famous for the 2020 articulation that we all appreciate, <laughs> even if it did become a little bit of a joke over time, and she liked that, too, I think. There are uh, there, There's no lack of people who have been influenced by great folks, and one of my very favorite people, one of my mentors wrote something very eloquent because she had worked for Barbara Walters, and I appreciated very much her remarks about her. So obviously I didn't know Miss Walters personally, but her influence spread uh, over all of us. And indeed, there are many people who would tell you that for a woman to have two hours in control of a microphone in radio is in, in large part due to Barbara Walters' absolutely intrepid unwillingness to be denied <laughs> she she just wasn't going to say no and i think that had a lot to do with many of us in this particular area of broadcasting on the other hand how do we get to be talkers how do we get to be gardeners how do we get to be whoever it is that we are um, part of the new book that i'm writing is trying to dig a little bit into those things because I believe that the plants that I have encountered over my life have indeed not only taught me lessons but have allowed me to teach lessons. And those sometimes can be a little bit, well, we, we say that one of the reasons horticulture therapy works, we don't just say it, it is fact, it's a fact, is because people talk to you. People tell you what's wrong with what you're doing. Plants don't necessarily talk to you. They'll show you what you should have done. That's my forensic horticulture practice that, that I, I'm, I'm happy to talk to you about all the time. But it's also true that the plants themselves don't wave their arms in the air and say, you did that wrong. And frankly, your children or your coworkers or your boss might do that. It is interesting, though. That parents now, in, as we understand it, um, the study from Duke University is telling us that 
parents talk more to toddlers who talk back to them. And I don't mean that in a disciplinary way. I just mean in a responsive way. If if you if you're talking to two or three children and you know, let's say you have three kids and your middle kid talks all the time, that's the one that gets talked to the most. I know several middle kids for whom that is true. <laughs> so I'm just throwing that one out there. But there are others of us that it seemed like there was really not anything to say. Our parents and siblings all had it had the words going, and the rest of us were a little quieter. Maybe we didn't get talked to as much, but we still need to articulate when we talk, whether it's 2020 or Chewbacca, you know, whatever you're, you're saying. Interestingly enough, I think that the the question has always been, why do girls have bigger vocabularies? They they do. It's measurable. And if you subtract out for any everything else, for socioeconomics and for education level and for all these other things, girls end up with a larger vocabulary at a, at a comparable age. It's not 100%. That's this, the, this is the trend. End of the year, the beginning of the year, we're all about the trends. In fact, caregivers of all sorts, whether they're parents or, or, or grandparents or paid pe- people at the grocery store you run into, everybody talks to the kid that talks. And that's where the vocabulary usually comes from, because generally speaking, girls are faster to speak in, in childhood. Um, I was not. I was the other end of that spectrum. And they pretty much had to put me in a costume and give me another name in order to get me to say anything. <laughs> so that turned out to be a quest of my parents, and the good news is that they, they made it. They, they turned me into a, a talker. Have you ever heard about uh, somebody who went out to plant something? This is a story about me, who goes out to plant something and then realizes they should have put on a knee brace or, or, or maybe learned to dig left-footed or something like that. I had a really unfortunate situation this week, um, not this week, but prior to the freeze. I went out to go finish one little project up, and I realized that I shouldn't have done that. And when we do those things to each other, I, I'm always reminded that we do more stuff to ourselves than anyone ever does to us when it comes to those kinds of trials and traumas on our bodies. I realize that that's not talking about people that are intentionally abusive. That's an entirely different discussion. But when it comes down to it, the person next to you is more likely to say, oh, here, let me do that for you, or let me help you with that, or let me do that with you if it's a garden task. But when you're out there by yourself, you think you can do anything, or at least you're going to give it a shot. Well, I don't want to be my great aunt. There are many reasons for that, but the one reason that I comes to me today is because she had the situation where her hip broke and then she fell off of the curb. We always used to hear about people that stepped off the curb and their hip broke. Well, in her case, the doctor said, no, that's not it. She did not have a fall. Her hip broke and then she fell. Well, how do we reduce that risk? How do we keep that from happening over and over and over it might be back again to that regular cup of tea. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or coffee in this case. And indeed, increasing intake of protein. So in the same way that we've learned in 2022 that the intake of protein is what sometimes can stop the hunger for the things that you know you really shouldn't be eating. In other words, apparently my desire for dairy products and chocolate 
at weird hours would be transformed had I eaten perhaps a better proteinaceous snack <laughs> in a few hours before. That's hard to think of. Um, you can't always just go grab a hunk of cheese, you know, with some kind of protein and start start eating a, a burger meat or any of that. You have to figure that all out. But if we can do that, apparently, in this particular thing, writing in the journal Clinical Nutrition, they're letting us know from University of Leeds, protein could be in any form, could be that hard-boiled egg or some other kind of egg, could be meat, dairy, and indeed, in the plant-based world, beans or nuts or legumes, okay? And... In the study, which was a huge study, interestingly enough, only three percent of them experienced a hip fracture because they were over they were front loading on proteins in the same way that front loading on proteins can help us quite frankly not eat quite as many of the other things that we shouldn't eat because our gut our gut microbe microbe is to understand what's coming in and what should be coming in. And the things that we crave sometimes can be displaced by the things that we put in proactively. In this case, more protein. Interestingly enough, it's not the end of this study. There's going to be lots and lots of this study. It's going on. That whole craving for fatty foods business and the way that our guts work and the way that, frankly, we need to also still be trying to prevent hip fractures. Come on now. I'm calling it the old lady diet, and it's going to be protein four times a day. But you don't; it's not keto. We're going to go with the, a full balance of things. You're going to read about this in February and say she talked about that. I mean, it's a peppermint bark is not one of those. Uh, you know. It's not going to work. <laughs> it, it's it's a joyful experience, but especially when you make it with pink chocolate. I made rose chocolate bark, and it turned out to be interesting it's not something i want to do again but on the other hand i probably won't have pink chocolate again so that'll work out i I did watch a little bit of uh cooking competition during the freeze and i i will i will absolutely agree that some things just should not be cooked (laughs) Some, some things should just be left out anyway if you're planting seeds in january Please be sure when you are planting seeds in January that you are planting things that can be transplanted to your garden or your containers in six weeks. If you start today, it's got to be something you can be planting in mid-February, maybe a little bit later towards the end of February, but it's this is not the time to plant tomatoes, okay? On the other hand, if your last frost date is March 15th, average date of the last freeze in your area is March 15th, and you go by that and you plant the tomatoes right then, you still may get the end of March freeze and and set them back. Peppers, tomatoes, eggplants. But, oh, my goodness, there's a world of things to get started and plant now. Edamame, lettuces, broccolis. There's just a world of plants that we can be putting in in mid-February or a little bit later that have time then because they'll have all of March and all of April before the weather heats up and you can produce that crop that you were looking for. This is also why we say if your, for example, if your sweet peas that you planted at Thanksgiving slap froze <laughs> and don't have any hope, you can plant again at Valentine's Day 
Or if you want to get them into the ground at Valentine's Day, maybe you live in Hattiesburg, so you want to get them in the ground in time to get to bear before we get to hot weather, you can start those in seed cups, you know, in, in peat cup kind of things, but you want them to only be big enough to transplant in mid-February. You don't want those to be four feet long, you know, these big tendril things. So start them, give them about a month inside in that, that peat cup and you'll be ready. So start them about mid-January. We don't sprout potatoes very much. We tend to just plant them and oftentimes we plant them in February above ground because the weather has not cooperated and the soil is so wet. But if you have seed potatoes that you saved from another crop, this would be the time to let them start sprouting too, about mid-January to get them into the garden in mid-February. Anything any sooner is going to be a little bit dicey and it may not be possible to plant then but you'll be ready and the plants won't be overgrown now so what about the tomatoes well I'm gonna wait to start those because I'm in my garden they're going to go in at the beginning of April and I realize a lot of people that's just too late for them they can't stand it okay fine go ahead but that means that I'm going to start in mid in the beginning of March getting my tomatoes peppers and eggplants ready and basil, too, for that matter. Basil can't take that cold weather. Okay. Just a few seed notes for you. And a few more notes. I'm thinking that we might be going to do some seeding um, in, in these workshops that are coming up at Lakeland Yard and Garden. But, but I'm happy to introduce to you the Lakeland Lunch Bunch. It's going to focus on houseplants. If both the different kinds of houseplants, the different things that you can grow in the indoor garden and the ways that you can grow them and the ways that you can propagate them. My f- dear friend Becky Potts, who is a, a Lakeland stalwart, is going to introduce us to the plants in her greenhouse there and, and help us learn more about them. And I'm going to answer your questions, and we're going to you're going to bring your lunch and eat it, and we're going to provide the drinks and the dessert. I might even bake a cake. You just can't ever tell. Depends on how many people make a reservation at GardenEvent22 at gmail.com. You can come January 30th or February 6th, or you can come both. You know me. No two programs are exactly alike. So even if we start with the same same set of plants, we'll end up with different information in that second week. So that, to me, is good news. The, the questions for what's going to happen in 2023, I wish I knew. I wish I knew exactly when the weather was going to turn warm. I wish I knew how hot it was going to get and when. And I also wish that I knew if we're going to have another really frozen patch between here and springtime. I would not bet against it at this time, okay, because it's usually February is the hotter time. I will give you this, though. I have a friend who says frequently that the colder it is at Christmas, the more likely it is that you'll be wearing flip-flops by New Year's Eve if you're in, uh, in, in Mississippi. Or, or or anywhere, actually, he would say anywhere south of Memphis, but in my case, it would be Mississippi. And, and I think that's true. I believe that tomorrow I could easily be out wandering around in flip-flops, right? <laughs> lots of breakthroughs this year, lots of things that we've wanted to have happen that have uh, begun to happen and are doing a better job for us. There's um, so much work being done in plant development based on the the changes in really frankly the the question of what are we going to do next if we understand that the weather is kind of intense 
and we understand that we've had some problems. Where do we take the garden next? Well, I'm always going to say you need to grow some flowers, but you need to grow some vegetables, too. A little of both is always a good idea. And on that note, the Cut Flower Growing Tulip Tuesdays are going to start again on the 10th of January. We will be Zooming. We are really hoping to find everybody who grows cut flowers for a living in the state and get them into our world because we've got a lot of information. We've also got a lot of really good farmers and we can help one another and we can also, frankly, grow this industry because the industry is blooming and we want to make sure that it continues to do that. It's Tulip Tuesdays, and I'm happy to say that Donna Yowell has engaged me to teach again classes. The the grants are provided by the NRCS, and they are, of course, your best ally if you are interested in this particular world. We can help you get there. So sign up. Go to Flower Growers of Mississippi 2 on Facebook or dyowl at aol.com or basically just send me an email and I'll tell you mama on air at yahoo.com there are a lot of bits and pieces um, of, of the the whole long covid thing and yes we're still experiencing covid I don't know if you know this but more than a hundred people die every day in our country still from this horrible disease Duke University is working on why people that lose their sense of smell to COVID is a long-term effect. And what they have come up with is something that is not really particularly inspiring, but I do think will lead to some treatments or some some methods of dealing with this that will be a little bit stronger. Um, Science Translational Medicine is the journal, which is so interesting. Many, many people, apparently, who suffer COVID-19 do not get their sense of smell back. That's terrible. It turns out that it either comes back or it doesn't, and it is one of the four things, generalized fatigue, shortness of breath, brain fog, the things that are the symptoms of long COVID. But here's the thing about it for us. It turns out that it is an ongoing assault by your immune system on your olfactory nerve cells. And frankly, they're not doing too well with it. They're not coming back as fast. So now we've got to figure out how to get an intervention for that. There's always something, isn't there? Y'all smile. This is Weekend Gardening. Keep your family warm and comfortable all winter long. Propane can do that. As your local propane supplier, we want to help with your winter preparations, such as safety inspections and making a plan for winter deliveries. Enjoy a warm and worry-free winter. Give us a call today. Energy for everyone. Propane. Leading a clean energy revolution, propane is not only the cleaner choice for today, it is the right choice for tomorrow, too. To learn more, visit MSPropane.com. 
Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. Pinnacle Motors, quality vehicles, affordable prices, and now Ed Sheds. 8x12 utilities to 16x40 cabins and garages available. Set to be wired, painted, and finished out if need be. Setup and delivery is free and financing is available. Your new go-to for Ed Sheds is Pinnacle Motors. Off Highway 471, the corner of Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon. Online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Your next garage, utility, building, or cabin is at Pinnacle Motors. We'll see you soon. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men and a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress, let Two Men and a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. Divorce can be complicated, especially if children are involved. If you're a father and want to protect your role in your children's lives, remember Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men with matters like these for 30 years, and we'd love to help you. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Jackson Area Attorneys, office in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Free background information available upon request. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. Online at CordellCordell.com. Les England for Clark's Construction. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing, and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Call 601-214-9463. Clark's Construction, a company you can trust. Ah, yes. To 
just a little bit of Grateful Dead. Not 12 hours of a riff, but a little bit of Grateful Dead is always a good thing. There's This never plays without somebody sending me a note, Mama on Air at Yahoo.com, by the way, to say, who is that? Wasn't that a Grateful Dead song? Yada, yada. Yes. Those are the, the picking on people. You can you can get picking on Aerosmith if that happens to be your favorite. <laughs> okay. Oh, my goodness. There's a lot of music out there, I'm happy to say. So very, very happy to say. I know that we are excited about celebrating a new year. Everybody always enjoys, uh, frankly, it, it, the turn, the change, the looking back, the looking forward. The month of January, of course, is named for the ancient god Janus, who did had two faces, looked backwards and forwards at the same time, and we are supposed to do that in January at the turn of the year, certainly today. And with that in mind, I bring you a quote from Benjamin Franklin, of all people. Be always at war, and he capitalizes war, be always at war with your vices, at peace with your neighbors, and let each new year find you a better person. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> I'm going to war with my vices a little while this year and pretty much have peace with my neighbors. They're a, they're a good bunch. <laughs> you know. Anyway, whatever it is that you're doing for this holiday season, you have to know how much I appreciate you being a gardener and how much I appreciate you deciding that weekend gardening needs to be part of your life. I hope that you will leave it that way all the time. <laughs> you know? Oh my goodness, y'all are so funny. There's the 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 question of who do you go to for garden advice comes up from time to time. And people ask me, who do you go to? Well, I, I have lots of, you know, Alan Armitage. Um, um, I mean, I have a lot of people that I go to that I just read when I have a problem. I go read their, what they said about it first. At Michael Durr, there, there's a bunch of those folks. I was really tickled that someone actually thought that I was that person for them. And that's why I take so seriously what I do here, but why I also try not to take myself too seriously. My work is real important to me, but I also recognize that I'm just one of thousands of people who are obsessed with plants. Maybe I'm a little more obsessed with the plants and the words that go with them than other that some other folks are. But at the same time, it's wonderful to be part of such a large, large club. There are many, many people that give us the opportunity every year to do more plants. And I'm looking forward to a big year in my part of the world. Talking about planting seeds always reminds me we get so much information, we get so much advice, and sometimes we don't get the pieces that are really, really important. The, the most important thing, if you want to start some seeds in a couple of weeks, the most important thing, frankly, is a heat mat. Because you probably got a bright window or a light fixture or you wouldn't be doing this. And if you don't have that, obviously you need that. You need a, a soil that can support the seeds. Usually that's a seed starting mix. But if you don't have a heat mat, made for use with plants, not the heating pad that you put on your back when it hurts, but the a mat that's, they're not expensive. They are really perfect for this particular process because warmer soil sprouts most seeds faster than cold soil. And even in your house, the ambient temperature is not as warm as the soil would like to be for those particular plants. Even in a greenhouse, we use heating mats underneath seed pods because it speeds the process. Always remember, 
you you might take a while longer to grow something or or even to get it to sprout but we base our practices on the most efficient both from the point of view of the plant and from the point of view of the space if i'm still trying to grow tomato seedlings in june i better be looking at the fall crop okay but on the other hand if i'm not giving them what they need in terms of that light and that bottom heat they're just going to dawdle they're going to be there a long time and i'm not going to get what i need out of them it's also true if you are doing an outdoor bed and you're doing a seed bed outside um, and people do that of course all the time you you need to consider what the temperature of that soil is there are devices for that but it's also true that a plastic clear plastic sheet on that bed that you've already prepared for a few days is going to warm it up okay it's not going to do the solarization process but it will warm it up and of course it will also keep uh, things from being quite as wet it's hard to imagine when things are wet and there's rain in the forecast almost every day but we do still have drought issues in the united states university of illinois at urbana champaign has been working on a really interesting approach something that i feel like would have been almost fantasy and yet if we had done this we would have so many so fewer problems in out west for example um, and in many other places there's almost an unlimited supply of fresh water that can be harvested from the water vapor over the oceans okay if you have ever had the joy of being on a sailboat you know that the air over the ocean is wet <laughs> it's not you know it's not necessarily um, I'm sure you can feel it on a larger ship too but on a sailboat it's very apparent the water produces the water evaporates all the time and that water in turn goes into the the air above it and that produces the water vapor that they're working on harvesting now at the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. I think this is fascinating. It's uh, they're, they're, The Prairie Research Institute, of all things, is what's working on this because, well, frankly, it's there's a drought. And they are reporting in to the, the global nature of this issue and the possibility of being able to survive in places where life is becoming very, very difficult because of drought if we can harvest water vapor and then of course turn it back into water i think that's really interesting there was one story i did not get to this year uh, this is not, these are not all old things a lot of this is new stuff but it's the same topics in that way that we are working on um frankly getting getting ourselves to be able to look towards 23 and say, what did we learn? We do that at this point in the year, and we do a lot of other bits and pieces of looking back and looking forward. One of my favorites is to take just a small fire, a little fire pit, and turn it into the burning of wishes. Other people will write down the stuff that they wish hadn't happened or the people that they are attempting to forget about and set fire to those. I have some of those, too. All right, uh, the fire will be full this year as usual. But I have taken other people's advice to put positive into that. In other words, take care of the burning of the stuff that you consider your detritus first. And then just write two or three wishes for the year and send them up into the heavens in the smoke. Why not? It's a nice ritual. Well, I, I got some kind of like little crucible 
and you know to burn I, I it was like a little fire sure. pit but a mini yeah. you know and yeah. uh, carrie and i were trying to figure out like what to do with it and so we took like a little dura flame broke it into a piece and put it in there so well you know this is pretty cool but uh, i think it's for what you just mentioned mm-hmm. it's to like you know it's a you take a little piece of paper write a wish put it in there and burn it and let it go up because i can't we can't think of anything else it's big enough for now that you say that though i mean that's ingenious that's well there it, people do this at bonfires people do this at small fires my world is a small fire world now so I have one one little tiny fire pit, and then that's plenty for me. But um, burning of things has both the the setting it away, you know, and it also has the pulling it forward vibe to it. And people who burn ritually will tell you that there are very many different sorts of burning rituals to get in your life. One, it may be just a simple glowing duraflame that causes you to meditate and gives you the opportunity to think about things for a few minutes. For those of you who don't like the word meditate, okay, ponder. <laughs> it's the same thing. Yes, I took transcendental meditation. Yes, it was valuable, but I already knew what it was about because I was taught from the time I was little to sit down and regard the world and think about things. And if you can then translate that into thinking about nothing, that is to say just pondering the sky or the bird song or the whatever it is around it, you are then in, in the meditative state. That's not as complicated as they would get it, and you do get a deeper meditation. I get that. But for those of us who are not meditative in our nature, it's really good to be able to still just reflect every now and then, set fire to something, and enjoy watching it burn. That's part of it. And, you know, I, I get so mesmerized by the flame itself. You know, like you said, just meditative. You don't even know you're getting into that kind of state of mind, but it no, does. but it does. You disassociate from the rest of the world, and it's just for a moment. It's good for you. I don't want you to stay disassociated. I want you to listen to weekend gardening. But, you know, you, you, you need to get out a little bit. Um Looking into the fossil record, because I do bring that to y'all probably more than some of you would like, but many people do say, you never see that work. You never see, you never, nobody ever reports on that. And we're glad that you do. So I'm going to give you one of those for this year, this year end. The University of York. And again, you just have to think of all these students in there with their rucksacks, you know, or these volunteers carrying their baskets or whatever it is. They analyzed more than 1,200 vessels from hunter-gatherer sites that had been collected, okay? So this, this is really great. Nine countries in northern and eastern Europe, and these are obviously, these are the shards, these are the potteries, these are leftovers at the archaeological sites found in the middens sometimes, found in more ceremonial kinds of environments sometimes. But what they have understood is that, in fact, those guys spread the pottery. The hunter-gatherers are the ones, because there'll be pottery over here that's like the pottery over yonder. And the only way that could have happened was if somebody went from here to there. And those are the sorts of things that they're tying together and understanding, making a very strong case for the fact that as the hunter-gatherer picked up something, had to have something to put it in, probably put it in a pot, took it with them, so that it wouldn't, you know, it could be carried easily from place to place, whether it might be seeds or whether, you know, for the next settlement or whether it might be the the whatever 
pieces that you were taking with you from the gathering. It might have been could have been even entire plant pieces, but people that be, made that transition and became ultimately agriculturists or yeah gardeners ultimately became growers. That's us. Then these are the people who, in fact, spread pottery making, because you got to have somewhere to put all that stuff. Even if you're making grain, you got to have somehow some way to thresh it. You got to have if you're panning for gold, you got to have a pan, all that sort of stuff. It's really important. I don't know about you, but I think having not had such a great night's sleep last night, thank you, firecracker people. I have been interested in learning more about circadian rhythms all my life because it seems it seems that we have a circadian rhythm but why do so many people's don't work or work differently? I don't I don't know that I don't know that that's really the answer. But the University of Munster says that it doesn't really matter. Whatever your circadian clock is, temperature doesn't affect it, light doesn't affect it, all of these things don't affect it. And the question for scientists is how come it runs unchanging. How is that possible? What they're looking at is the um, point at which that sort of thing changes and it just turns out that we have a very wide, as creatures, we have a very wide range of tolerance. You may wake up in the night because you got cold or because you got hot, but it really doesn't upset your circadian rhythm. You just address it and go back to bed. You know, turn the fan up or put on another blanket or whatever it is you need to do. It does not change, despite the fact that so many other internal systems do. Everything from digestion to hearing to all of those other things are, are more affected in heat or cold, but not your circadian clock. Interesting stuff. Really wonderful stuff. I have uh, still got some bulbs to plant. I'm going to put some of those into <laughs> that bed that still ha- the bed that's going to have something planted in it very very soon. Um, another there's several other bits and pieces of things we didn't know, stuff that we learned this past year that we didn't really recognize, and other things that we finally are starting to understand and grasp. I I really like um, the fact that there are some there there's some things if you've ever had the chance to study, for example, ancient Mexico, um, people will tell you all about the the differences in the way that they ate or the way that they fed themselves or the way that they grew things or the way that they did this or did that, but guess what? They managed to farm with a calendar that you may have seen that tracked the weather for years, even leap years, and kept them fed for ancients, ancients for millions of years, not millions, for thousands of years fed millions of people. How'd they get that calendar around? That's the next study. Who hauled that thing? Who told everybody? Mm, Better not be ancient aliens or we're all in a lot of trouble. This is Weekend Gardening. ever seen a field of corn or soybeans or cotton growing along the highway? Think about that for a moment. From tiny seeds comes this field of crops. You and I need to live our lives every day. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. 
we began much the same way as a seed of an idea that took root in 1922. In the 100 years since, the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation has contributed so much to our lives across every county of this state. From insurance to hospitals, from private property rights to road and bridge repair, Mississippi Farm Bureau has fought to make a better way of life for Mississippians, member or not. So, while agriculture is important, we are not just a farm organization. 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Prescription products require an online consultation with a health care provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Go to 4 slash joy. At Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation and discreet shipping if prescribed. You'll love your results. To start your free online visit, go to 4 slash joy. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by, see us, or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. This New Year's Eve broadcast on Super Talk Mississippi is brought to you by Tico Steakhouse. Make your reservations to come see us soon. East County Line Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Tico Steakhouse wishes you a safe and happy New Year. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. We expect our information in real time. U.S. Med carries continuous glucose monitors, which provide real-time readings of blood glucose levels. U.S. Med is an approved provider for Medicare and over 500 private insurers. So call 800-730-8405 today for a free insurance and Medicare benefits check. As easy as... That's 800-730-8405. 8405. Hey guys, ditch that baseball cap. If your dad was bald by middle age, you're thinking to yourself, hey, that's going to be me. Well, today, losing your hair is your choice. I'm Dr. Michael Konoski at Mississippi Hair Restoration in Metro Jackson. We can actually stop loss and regrow your hair. Our new, affordable, non-surgical in-office treatments get amazing results. So guys, here's the pitch. The sooner you start, the less you have to lose. It's that baseball cap today. See our results at StopHairLossMS.com. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. Why are we on this planet? Did God create us just to work the 9-to-5 grind and crash for the weekend? No. Our Creator wants to use us, you and me, to give back to others. You can be a part of God's bringing restoration to a fallen world by donating or volunteering, or both, at Gateway Rescue Mission right here in Jackson. Check us out at gatewaymission.org.
singing along. Just keep it up. It's fine. Come on now. You know there's nothing like it. Just grooving, right? That's a word that needs to come back into our vernacular. It implies, of course, that you've got time to be just grooving, to just be listening to some music or hanging out with some friends or, frankly, watching the clouds go by. Find yourself a minute this year to do that, please. More than a minute. Maybe several minutes, even all in a row. We do in this world, and I see it. I mean, we, we, we do it ourselves. We see it in other people. We go fast. The world goes fast. Time goes fast. If I've heard it one time, I've probably heard it 50 times. You know, time seems to move much faster now than it used to. Well, I'm pretty sure if you talked to an adult 100 years ago, they'd say the same thing, okay? Because it, it is our perception of time is that it goes faster as we get older. Um, when you were a child, it seemed like that space between when you got out for Christmas and when you had to go back after New Year's was forever. The only thing longer was summer vacation. You know, well, it wasn't forever. <laughs> your, your parents barely got the tree decorated and the, and the turkey cooked or whatever you were doing and got it all t- taken back down again, much less go out to see. Well, in my case, it was um, Howard Griffin's Land of Toys to see all the trains go round and round and round. <laughs> whatever, whatever your town had for entertainment of that sort or has for entertainment of that sort. In other parts of my life, there's been a time when you thought, if I could just have half a day off, I could get everything finished. Well, of course, that's silly. I've thought that many times, and then I have to say to myself, you never get finished. That's, that's the problem. You can finish one thing, but there's something else to be finished right after that. You know, there's some other thing over here. Those are all the things that I believe go into New Year's resolutions. Everybody that gets interviewed on any kind of major media talks about, you know, eating a better diet, losing 10 pounds, um, whatever it is. I say you got to practice kindness. you got to decide that the person you're going to be is going to be nicer than the person that you were. In the same way that Ben Franklin says that each new year will find you a better person. That's true. That's true. Otherwise, why do we keep going? You don't want to go in the same circle. You want to at least expand it or have it be a little bit different. I have told my children and, and other people as well, I tell, I tell gardeners this. I don't want you to make the same mistakes I made. I want you to make your own, make different ones. So let's learn together how you can avoid the ones that are simple to avoid and how you can figure out how to deal with the ones that are not so easy to avoid. I'm uh, reminded of Ben Franklin. There was a, I, I had no idea that buildings didn't have lightning rods anymore. I guess I'd never thought about it. I thought they were just incorporated into the structure, but it turns out lots of them don't. And so the idea that being under shelter would protect you from a lightning strike may or may not be the case. They're the Franklin rods, as they talk about, are a big subject in Australia right now because they have just recently updated their lightning protection standards. Did you know they had those? Well, they do. And <laughs> it has to do with how you build something. The, the solution has basically remained the same. But buildings are hit lots and lots of times. For example, the Empire State Building is still hit, and it is, in fact, a lightning rod. It's designed to be one, but it still gets hit 25 times a year and dissuades the, disperses the energy down through its um, lightning rod. But improved lightning protection is so important because there are so many more extreme weather events 
Um, if you have seen any of the storms of recent history that show you just literally a mass of lightning instead of there's, you know, a few lightning strikes over there and some over there, it'll be miles and miles and miles of nothing but constant lightning. I'm pretty impressed by it, but I really did think buildings all had lightning rods. So maybe maybe we need to rethink this. Um, and now that they're working on that in Australia, we'll be able to do a little bit more about it ourselves. The environmentally friendly composite materials are at issue here trying to make something that the lightning will go into that in turn does not create different environmental problems. I'm, I'm interested. I'm, I'm in on that one. I'm also in on a couple of other things. I'm really in on this idea of planting multiple pots at the same time with, an, with a different intent. For example, if you have five containers to plant plants in that are 14 inches across at the top and about 12 inches deep. That's To me, that's an, a great container. You can grow almost anything in that. And that particular size and shape with a slightly outward reach on the container, it's also very pleasing from a design perspective. But if you take five of them, mix up my good container soil recipe or your own, I realize some of you make very good soils, you might want mine, Mama on Air at Yahoo.com. Anyway, you, you get that going and and you can literally give yourself a project. You can give yourself bulbs that aren't going to bloom for months in one. You can give yourself some kind of pansies and everything else you can find at the garden center, because yes, the pan the garden centers are restocking with pansies for all of us who lost ours in this if this freeze turns out to be deadly to yours, you'll be able to replace them, and other sorts of overwintering annuals that may or may not have made it. All of those things can go into a container, but you can also take one of them and, and plant lettuce or get ready for something else. You, you, you need to look through your garden year in the same way that you would look through making any other kinds of goals. Decide what you're going to do, and frankly, get yourself a calendar and start writing it down. January, ornamental grasses, fruit trees, pruning, very little else, okay, unless it's a perennial that has browned out that you need to take the dead growth off because, you know, it's going to sprout again from the ground. We all hope they all will, and I think they will. Perennial plants that we grow in for flowers or for grasses or for, you know, other kinds of bananas, for example, we're growing them maybe not for bananas but for nice big tall stalks. Most of those things, their roots are going to be hardy, and we're not going to have to worry as much about the roots, but the tops are not going to come back. In some cases, frankly, if I was cutting down bananas today, I would cut down the bananas, and then I'd put about four inches of some kind of mulch on top of them, just because they're plenty wet, they're, they, they can sit there and be happy and show me a sprout in March. I don't even need to talk to them until then, Okay. I have a couple of other things that are a little bit dicier. I don't know if they're going to come back up. And so those, I will probably put that mulch on, but I'll go out and look at them the next time it gets super, super cold and see if I'm getting mush. Speaking of getting mushy, if you have bulbs in storage, if you've stored your caladiums, for example, or if you store elephant ear tubers, uh, elephant ear bulbs, or any other kind of t tubers like cannas and things, go check on them. You know, we store those so that they don't touch each other, in part so that they don't spread rot from one to the other. But cold weather can actually initiate 
the rot organisms that are in some of those bulbs, and they'll start rotting on their own if the, if the temperature has been too cold. So go out and just handle them. If they feel squishy, get rid of them. If they feel like they've dried up, get rid of them. Compost it. You're not going to have any, any use for them beyond that. So much has happened this year. I so appreciate y'all being part of this particular part of my world. I look forward to being in your world even more in the coming months. I believe that there's going to be some remote broadcasts. There's going to be some speaking engagements. And there's going to be some, frankly, some opportunities for us to just get together. I want to wish everybody a very happy new year. Thank you, Lance. Appreciate you very much. Look forward to seeing you in 2023. And right for now, folks. Go out, find yourself some fun, and have it tonight. Happy New Year. Weekend Gardening with the Garden Mama is a production of TeleSouth Communication. You're about to fire up some delicious steaks in the backyard and suddenly the wind blows out your propane grill flame. Now what? First, turn off the gas and open up the grill lid. Check your grill manufacturer's instructions for when it's safe to relight the grill, but always leave the gas off and the lid open for at least five minutes before relighting. And remember, never lean over the grill during lighting or cooking. Energy for everyone, propane. Visit MSPropane.com. That's MSPropane.com to learn more. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. A lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they're not online. With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Muskelly Furniture, homegrown and locally owned since 1978. We're committed to this community where our team members live and our customers are neighbors. It's also where a lot of our furniture is made. We carry more brands made in our state than any other retailer in the Southeast. Look for the Made in Mississippi tags throughout our store. You'll find quality products that support local Mississippi companies. At Muskelly's, we look forward to furnishing happiness for many years to come. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.